When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, I'd like to welcome to the show, Laura Chamberlain. How are you doing today? Hello, I'm doing good. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Obviously, most of the audience will know you as LC from your time on Love is Blind Season 1, and your first trip in the world of Netflix reality. But you were recently on Netflix's Perfect Match. How did that come about? And was there any hesitation on your part to go on the show? Yeah, um, I didn't even, they had, talked to us like months prior um like we filmed in february march and they i think they started talking to us in like august september so i'd known about it for a while um but i didn't really realize i was actually cast because <laughs> i was waiting for like the official contract um and then they had sent us a contract earlier like in that when they first asked us about it i didn't really think that was the original contract so i didn't really read it as much so i should have but um <laughs> you know it is what it is read your contracts um but the yeah when I kind of like the month prior I was like oh I'm like actually on this <laughs> okay so yeah I thought it was really random to be honest because I wasn't on love is blind or after, I, mean, I was on after the altar more I guess but wasn't on love is blind that much and I was like why me <laughs> but no, I, I, yeah. I was I knew that if they asked me that they asked diamond probably and I asked if I could ask her and they were like, well, what do you think? And I was like, I think she's on it. And so I'm glad that was really, once I knew Diamond was like asked as well, that's the only thing I was like, okay, I could do this. <laughs> right. Yeah, it brings you that level of comfort for sure. Um, obviously, of everybody on the show, you had the longest wait yeah. um, <laughs> to get onto a perfect match. What was that waiting process like for you? Um, you know, I worked out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um I I'd live by myself anyway so like I it was pretty like easy I mean I was just in a different place and I couldn't do as much but like <laughs> um yeah I mean it wasn't it was just I was by myself a lot I was FaceTiming like everyone I knew um you know I did get to hang out with Diamond a little bit so that's fun let's just say wherever I was I was waiting around a lot and I really missed my cat all right, so you arrive in episode 10 when you are put on a date with Bartiz. What was it like finally getting that call? And how how was the date for you? It was really fun. Um, it was the date was kind of like I was like, did y'all just give up? What's going on here? Because we were literally just like we're walking around um and put like a lock on the thing, <laughs> the thing, whatever it is, gate, I guess. And which there is a really funny story about that that they didn't show that I will say in a second. But like the, but yeah, I mean, I was really happy it was Bartiz. I had met him once prior. 
um, like, like probably like six or seven months, maybe even longer, maybe eight months prior to that. Um, briefly in a group setting, um, cause we had a mutual friend in Dallas that I met. Um, and you know, at that time when I was in Dallas, like love is blind, their season hadn't come out yet. So I, there was season two hadn't even come out yet. So I was like, oh my gosh, like there's other humans in the world that have done love is blind. That's crazy. Cause we've been waiting for so long. So, um, you know, obviously we wanted to meet. So, but we briefly chatted for a little bit. Didn't really like, we weren't even friends on Instagram or anything. So like, I didn't have his number or anything like that, but I was like, okay, I know he's fun. He's cute. He's tall. Like we're going to have fun. We're going to have, I, it was definitely more friend vibes, like flirty friend vibes, but like, um, yeah, I was excited that it was him. Cause I knew we were going to have a good time. <laughs> oh, and with the gate thing on the lock, um, when we were doing that, well, first of all, they handed me like, I, well, when they, when we did the lock thing, um, we did that and right, I think it was like right after we put the lock on, um, you know, we threw the key into the ocean. I was like, you know, if we're going to do this, we're going to, we're going to do it. We're going to be cheesy and we're going to write the cheesy thing. We're going to do the cheesy send off. Like we're going to do it. Um, and when we threw it over, we were like, you know, looking around, whatever, we see this man, there's like the ocean, there's like a little shore right there. We see this man down there. I don't know what he was doing, just like maybe getting his laps in, but he was, you know, about to, he was looked like he was like in a speedo or something. He was like taking his shorts off, maybe in a speedo, but then he took speedos off. This man was butt naked. And me and Bartiz were just like, right, like 10 feet above him, like maybe, well, maybe like 15, 20 feet above him. But like, we were just sitting, standing above him. And we both were like, <laughs> um there is a naked man <laughs> I don't we didn't want to make him feel like weird so we were like oh my god <laughs> but yeah we I definitely you know first date with Bartiz already seeing some d you know not his but <laughs> oh that's hilarious it's funny yeah that's funny because it's like you don't want to make I mean the guy's probably just like you know living his life so you don't want to know yeah. that right above his head there was a Netflix <laughs> show about being filmed like a number one hit internationally <laughs> <laughs> right you know what I mean he could have got himself a little spotlight I mean probably yeah. not the one he was looking for but <laughs> Maybe a big spotlight we don't want to judge he might exactly. be we don't have little or big <laughs> right you know 15 feet up you know what I'm saying you don't know <laughs> of course so then you get back to the house um there's a lot going on whenever you get back to the house I'm sure is this is this the part where you find out what's kind of going on on the show yeah so Bartiz on that date that we were on um they didn't really show much of this, but they, he was saying like, I'm, you know, with Abby, I, we're, we think, cause she's on a date too. So we think that Nick is in here. Cause like earlier in the house, I guess Nick had been talking about wanting to meet me. And he was one of the people I had put down like that I wanted to meet. And so he's like, I think Nick might be coming back. Like, that's what we're thinking is like you and, um, and Nick trying to get in the house. Like they were trying to get Nick and you in the house at the same time. And so I was like, well, that would be awesome because I feel like everyone else is taken at this point. So Nick might be the only option and he's already someone I wanted to meet. So I was excited about that. Um, but so I already kind of knew a little bit about Bartista's situation. Um, but I like to joke around. So I was, all, you know, I, and also I love Abby. Um, I had like talked to her a little bit before um, I met her like, like mostly just over like, you know, Instagram kind of stuff. But like, I instantly loved her when I met her in the house too. So I was like, oh, we're, we're good we can joke around. We're good. <laughs> so I didn't know about anyone else's situations though. Obviously I was not there. 
Um, I didn't really know, like, I assumed people, if they were together for most of the time, they were probably not gonna at the very last second, like ditch everybody. Um, so you would think, <laughs> oh, Bartiz, um, but in his defense, he wasn't with Abby for that long, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know. I mean, I knew right from the jump, like Joey, Joey, pretty much. He like, kind of, when I got in there, he lit, he did the lay of the land for me. Cause I had. I never met Joey in person, but again, kind of chatted online because he was friends with Diamond and because they like did a project together. So like kind of knew him ish, but not really. So like he kind of right got in there, told me the lay of the land and, you know, they did make me talk to every single guy. Like I didn't just talk to Shane when I went in there, like I, I talked to every single guy and, um, you know, they, ha I had to, you know, see, talk to everybody and get to know their stories and stuff. So I kind of knew <laughs> after yeah. the first hour. <laughs> I felt like it would, with Joey, it's funny. I love Joey. Like I'm a big, I love, he's such a, like a large he's personality. Is yeah. right. And he's so much fun. And it's just like, I felt like at some point he just kind of took over as the guy was like, all right, come here, everybody. We're going to show you around town. You know what I mean? And of course, like he, it's just, yeah, it was, it was great. Of course, then later that night, you and Nick meet. And that was for the first time, correct? Yeah, that was the first time I ever met him. So, okay. So your initial reaction is yeah. like priceless because like, it's like meeting, you you know, meeting your crush for the first time, kind of in a, in a, in a yeah. sense of the way. And <laughs> I love, like I re, so I rewatched the episode to prepare for the, a little bit more for the interview, but I, I forgot how like authentic your reaction really was <laughs> me behind <laughs> And it's not like, it's not bad, like not a bad, I'm just how authentic it really was, but it was just take me behind. It was just very sweet. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm meeting my crush. You're nervous, but you're also like, you know, it was just fun. So take me behind that initial okay. meeting there with you two. Well, like also with the knowing what Bartis said, like too, I also did feel like there was like a weird pressure now too for us to like each other. I was like, we're pretty much each other's only option at this point unless something crazy happens. So like, not only is he my only option, I'm also his only option. I know like we've like exchanged 30 DMs, like very randomly, no conversations. It was just like maybe off a story here and there or something. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, that was pretty much it. And like, I like, it's weird when you meet someone in person that you haven't met, but you're like already like, Oh, he's like, he, like you already have like a little, you know, crush on him. And then you're like, Oh my God, like, that's it's kind of like love is blind like I didn't but I had I knew what he looked like but it's also like like on a dating app or something you know like you're just channel a little and then you meet in person it's like weird it's you're nervous like you've already built up who this person is in your head and also this situation in general is so awkward and like I'm not I know I'm not ugly I'm cute but like I don't look like these two hot to handle people I look like a normal person like I'm like a normal pretty person like I'm just like I'm not going to, I don't want to diss myself or anything like that, but like, it's hard not to compare to yourself to other people when you get in there. Like these people are like, do not, I, I feel like I, it's, I crack myself up watching the show because I was like, I feel like I stick out so much on the show, <laughs> like not in necessarily a great way. I just think I look like painfully normal. Like it's like, oh, like how did this girl even get on the show? Cause I don't know either. I really don't know either. <laughs> so I feel the same way. Um, but yeah, when I, so when I'm meeting Nick, I'm already like having these like insecurities and like everyone's coupled up and then he walks in and like, there's a pressure. Like I know from Bartiz saying like, yeah, I think they're wanting you guys to get together. 
um like we think that's gonna happen and I was like okay so there's also this like weird pressure it's just so awkward I remember it being so awkward I was like do I hug him do I play it cool do I not play it cool like what do I do here <laughs> I obviously and then you throw in the cameras you know what I mean then you throw in the cameras in the mix you know what I mean you have all these cameras that, like, like yeah exactly well also too I will say once you're filming like that I don't really notice the cameras as much I like actively try just not to look at them like and eventually you just don't see them when you're in the side interviews, like the little side interviews, like you're hyper aware, like you're literally there's cameras in your face, sometimes from different angles. And like you're being asked questions and answering them in a full sentence, like it's very like not natural. But in those situations, I really don't try to like, I'm not the kind of person who's like, sees where the camera is pointing, and I'm going to go talk to someone who's over there. Like I'm not people do that. And I'm not, I will not be doing that. <laughs> They can hear me. There's people listening to me. If y'all want to hear what I'm talking about, then you can come to, you can put a camera on me, but I will not be making that situation happen myself. Um, because I was trying to make a connection and I knew it was going to be a quick one. And I also like, I was like, okay, so there really isn't any time to like play it cool or play hard to get, you know, like I have, like, I wasn't even filming for like 24 hours total, like literally. So by the time I got in there, which by the way, I was really like, what is the point of me going, anyone going in at this point? I hope they don't do that next season, to be honest. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I mean, it was just really awkward all around. And then like already kind of like having a little crush on Nick and like knowing he kind of was talking about me and like producers, maybe were trying to guess both on a date. Like it was just always, it was just so awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I can see Long that. And it's short. like, you're, you're exactly. And you're right. Cause it's like, you put, you're putting that predicament and then it's like, it happens. And then you're right. It's like, that fast you guys make that kind of small connection in the small amount of time and it's like oh hey are you guys a perfect match and you're like well I mean like, I don't know no <laughs> we met right each other like five minutes ago right, right right this second yeah they have, they definitely have footage of me on that on our date that last the last dates that everyone did like before we even sat down both of us had already said like we're not a perfect match like in different interviews because I was like I don't even know what that means like First of all, coming from Love is Blind, especially like apparently I heard that a lot of the Love is Blind people were having a hard time, like answering the question, like yes or no, because saying no feels harsh, but like saying yes, like what does that even mean? Like that doesn't mean we're boyfriend and girlfriend. We're not engaged. Like we're not getting married. Like what does it mean? We don't, we didn't know the prize or whatever. If there was a prize, like we had no idea how the show was ending. Like we didn't know anything that was going on. So we were like, I just remember being like, I don't understand what that even means. Like, he's a perfect match for me here right now. Like, I don't really want to be matched with anybody else that I know of. Like, um, so I guess he's a, we could be a great match. We don't know. Like, there's no time. <laughs> but it, it would be. be <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've, you've, it's different. Like, like you said, in Love of His Blind, you're like getting to know somebody for a long period of time. Like I've, you've talked to Nick for, uh, you know, Five not seconds. even 24 hours again because that yeah. first night that we were there like, I probably talked to him the most and but also like me and him were both we had to go talk to other people too like they want you when you get in the house to talk to everybody because you never know maybe something could happen like you don't know so they want you to talk to everybody and get to know everyone find out what was going on like catch me up kind of thing um and also with Nick because he was out of the house for a while um so he was like also getting caught up too which also like I didn't know any of that stuff that had that ha that happened with Nick before not really so I also like didn't really know I don't know it was just a whole situation I was in my mind I was like oh he's like been here for me the whole time because <laughs> I didn't know what went on before now watching it I was like damn he was really just 
he was out there <laughs> going for it which i respect but um but yeah uh but that first night we we talked more that first night but again it probably was only like a span of a few hours like when we went to bed is probably when we talked the most and like we hung out in that pool upstairs um we did kiss actually too so they didn't you know i don't there wasn't really any cameras there was no lights on or anything like that we didn't have mics on so i was like i think that we might be safe <laughs> so <laughs> i love that um okay all right so the most talked about question on the intranet about lc regarding perfect match is not to you it's it is you and nick obviously to part start with so i had searched the internet asked a few people you know the fans of of the show they want to talk about Shane, the pool incident, the, sh the the incident where Shane is sitting by the pool and you kind of rehash the way we see it. You kind of rehash the situation between him and Chloe, the whole pool thing, which I, in my opinion, that was like really up. So like I was. Yeah, but, I didn't know about. Right, right, right. Like so, I didn't know the pool situation. I knew like the gist because so again, that night I was talking. Oh, sorry, finish your, you can finish your question. I'm yeah <laughs> no no you're fine no no you're fine it's just basically you know people Tell say that you kind of stir the pot there and yeah. exactly exactly talk like, to me about what went down there and 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 watching it back and maybe kind of take us behind the scenes of that scene yeah um well first of all I definitely have been drinking um not that that's an excuse but I just feel like that's a factor to put in here <laughs> I've been drinking for a few hours at that point <laughs> um but yeah so like I said, we were all taught. I had to talk to everybody that was there. Um, all the guys and he was one of them sat down. Honestly, that was the first time I ever spoken to him in my life. I've never, I had just watched a few episodes. Like his season was airing while we were, um, while we were filming. So since I was just chilling, I had seen most of it. <laughs> if not, maybe I might've seen all of it. I can't really remember, but, um, I know eventually I saw all of it, but so yeah, I was, not he's not my type he's not my type at all I was never ever 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 now that there's anything wrong with him Shane's a great guy but like I I don't he's just never someone I would have ever like been trying to break up to get together like I've seen some people saying like Elsie it probably was like the producer just telling Elsie to do that unfortunately it was me saying I did that on my own I did say that I will take ownership of that but in my defense <laughs> I didn't know Shane. Okay. I did not know. Also too, like I had been talking to almost, I asked basically the same questions to everybody. Like, Oh, how did you do that? How would you feel about that? Like, are you guys okay now? Like, what are you going to do after this? Blah, blah, blah. So when I left that conversation and like, someone was like, Oh yeah, they all for fighting. And I didn't even know. And I was like, huh? And they're like, yeah, they said it's cause it, it's cause of you. And I was like, what, what did I say? And I was talking to Nick. I was like, what did I even say in that interview? And he, you're like, well, it felt like, it, I guess it looked like an interview, <laughs> but like, I was like, what did I even say that to him that would have made him go off like that? And Nick was like, I don't really remember exactly, but I remember being like, whoa, I can't believe you asked, you said that. And I was like, huh? And I was like, maybe it was that I asked, I was like asking him questions about like, you know, you live in the U S and she lives in the UK. Like what have y'all talked about that? You know, cause we were about to leave. So like, you know, I was like, did y'all have y'all talked about this? And I did like, I know when I was talking to him about the Mitch and Chloe stuff, like I didn't like, it also had just happened. It was like the day before. So I was like, have y'all talked about it yet? Like, and he was, 
he was like, uh, you know, yeah, I've talked about it. I was like, are you okay? Like, how did you feel? How are you feeling about that? And he goes, when I watch it back now, I'm like, okay, now I see what happened. But at the time I genuinely was like, I don't even know what I said. Not because I was like too drunk to remember. I just like, didn't think anything I said would justified any reason to go off like that. And I was like, I don't know what I possibly could have said, but I am a very direct person. So I know like, you know, I do. I'm the, I'm the friend that will tell you the truth kind of thing. <laughs> um, if you ask me, I will tell you. And he did ask me to be fair. He said, I was like, well, how are you feeling? And he said, well, how would you feel? And I was like, well, I would also feel like insecure. I would feel, I would have a lot of questions. Like, so I, you know, I was more so trying to like validate his feelings because he seemed like he was like, you know, I would be upset too. Like I would also like be questioning things and I wouldn't just come in and be like, we're the perfect match. He, he, like, I wouldn't, you know, I would come in and be like, well, what did, what was the reason for you, like, what was that? You know, like, so I don't know. I was like, yeah, I would, I would totally feel the same way that you are. Like, I would also feel insecure and I would also be questioning things. And he was like, he's like, yeah, I mean that, yeah, well, like whatever he said of that, I guess. Like, but he was also saying to me right before we, that wasn't just like, we sat down and like, I was like, you need to be mad at Chloe. You need to scream at her. She deserves to be screamed at. Like, I would never say that. <laughs> and I didn't just sit down and start talking about that. We were talking about, we were talking for like probably 15, 20 minutes, but they only showed that like, you know, two minutes of that conversation where it looked like, and people were saying like, Elsie knew how he would react. She, she knew that he was going to be upset. I was like, why would I have thought that any, I did not think that anything that I said could have set anyone off like that otherwise I wouldn't have intentionally like I'm there for two seconds I'm not I don't give a fuck about y'all's relationships to be fair like I would have rather if I if it was up to me I would have just talked to Nick the entire night and gotten to know Nick the entire night and maybe like to chatted with people randomly here and there but like truthfully at that point like me coming in that late the, starting drama and like doing all getting involved in other people's shit like had no there was no point no reward for me to do that and like, I just don't think that, I don't know. I was like, why would I, I didn't know him. <laughs> First of all, just because we were both on Love is Blind doesn't mean that I know him. And I never, I, that's one of the only times I've actually ever spoken to him to this day, <laughs> a year over a year later. I like, I've randomly like, well, if you know, we went to an event, like a, at the beginning of February where all of us was there, like, you know, would have like random conversations with everybody, but I've never really had like a full conversation with him by myself, even then. Nick was there um so yeah I don't know it was just like so weird to me that after when we filmed that scene that Chloe was like the next day she was like what did you say to Shane and I was like what do you mean <laughs> and they're like yeah the producers are saying that you were the one who like set him off like that I was like what would I have said <laughs> so, yeah how would you have known like and how would you have known again you've been on the show for like five seconds Right. You know what I mean? Understanding now that you are to talk to everybody else who are to even that point, a you're drinking. We're not, we're not saying that's an excuse, but you're drinking, you're talking to, what is it? Six or seven different men plus the ladies, plus your nerves of no fit, like your nerves with Nick. That's a factor. All of these things. Like, how are you to even remember the following day that like like, any of the conversations that you had nerves of being in the house in general with all the people. Like, I've watched most of these shows. Like I've seen yeah. these people. I'm fans of some of these people, you know, like, so I'm, and like, again, I'm not dumb. I know I don't look like these people. I'm not, again, not that I'm ugly. I'm just saying like, 
I, it was just a level of like insecurity in there that like, I'm not normally in the real world, but I also, in that situation with Shane, I had no skin in the game. I have zero interest in breaking any, especially Shane up. I love Chloe. She was, she is probably like one I was the biggest fan of going in. And, um, like I also never saw them happy. Like when I got in there, that's pretty much what I saw. And then all of a sudden everything was fine. And I never saw the makeup. I never saw their date. I never saw them before I got in the house. And when they were like all happy and together, like when looking back, I was like, oh, they're like, actually like, they actually kind of make sense a little bit um, until they don't. <laughs> um, but knowing what I know now, I think that, you know, it just wasn't a perfect match, which is fine. But, um, but yeah, I mean, knowing, seeing back now, I get why people are like, oh my God, why did LC try to ruin them? But like, I would never try to ruin anybody especially for a guy that I wasn't even interested in. Like maybe if Nick was in there with a girl, I'd probably try to sabotage that, <laughs> but like he wasn't. So, you know, I, and there was just no time for me to be starting drama, especially intentionally. Like I might, I upset him unintentionally. Yes. I will own that. But like, I'm, I just, the people who were saying that like Elsie knew him. She knew what she was doing. She knew producers probably told her to do this. She's probably just desperate for camera time because she just got in there. Like, I don't give a single flying fuck. If I thought, if I cared that much about camera time, I would have gone in there guns blazing, trying to break up everybody. You barely like, saw I want me. your man. I want your man. I would like. Right. You barely see me on camera, even when I'm there. So there is a reason for that. Like, <laughs> but I don't know. Sure. I just, so sure. mad. I'm not as mad. Like, again, looking back, I was, I wanted to see it happen because I was like, to, until I saw it on TV. I was like, I don't know what I said. Like, there's some things I could have guessed that I said that is not one of them. Like, I thought he was just upset. Like maybe they hadn't talked about like what they were doing after this or something. Like I thought me like putting the pressure of that made him upset and maybe like sparked something else. But I didn't even remember like, because in my brain, I was just trying to validate his feelings. So like, <laughs> which didn't work. <laughs> it did backfire. <laughs> but like people saying that I intentionally did that is what makes me mad. Uh, I never once took it as you were trying to do anything. It it does come off that you were like, you know, yeah. what's what's the idea? But now that we cleared the air on that, it's perfect. Also, I just want to say, we are full grown adults. We are not blaming how you react to something is 100% you. You choose to react to it. I could, even if I would have said, Chloe is the worst. You should go yell at her. You should be mad. Go scream at her. Like, even if I said that, you doing that is up to you. I don't control you. Like I don't control anybody. I barely can have control over myself. <laughs> like I like, I just want to say like, let's not blame women specifically for men's actions, but like, let's not blame grown adults for other grown adults actions. Like it just doesn't make any sense. People fully blaming me. And I'm like, that wasn't my fault. Like I might've sparked some insecurity in him unintentionally. And I will own that. And like, if I had like really known Shane, I probably wouldn't have done that. Or if I'd seen how happy him and Chloe were, I wouldn't have done that. But like, I didn't see any of that. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know about the water thing. And that is very embarrassing. So I get why he would be like upset about that. But like, I didn't know any of that. And I thought they had worked it out because I had talked to everyone else about their problems and how they worked it out. And I basically was asking the same questions. Like, are you okay? How do you feel? No one else freaked out. So like, clearly me saying that, if it was going to instigate something in him, 
that's something that he needed to work out. And that was going to go off regardless of what I did or said, whether the cameras were on or not. So yeah, just saying. I just want everybody watching this to understand that LC just spit some facts for y'all. So yeah. that said. saying in an interview and my producer in that interview was like, yes, perfect. And then they didn't show any of it. So, you know, the big thing, I'm glad we, we got to, 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 to put that out into the universe now. And, and if you're, <laughs> everybody can see this and I'm going to put it everywhere. That's a LC <laughs> addresses Shane and the incident by the oh, pool. Yeah. That's exactly what would be the headline. You know what I mean? But yeah. I do appreciate your honesty with the situation because, again, like I said, it, it's something that was, it, you know, everybody asked. I'm sure, and as I know now, you've seen a lot of that. But, all right, moving past that, let's talk about some fun stuff. I want to know what you were like. Are you watching it back? Now, let's take you completely out of the picture because you don't arrive till episode 10. What was it right. like watching that episode one through nine back? That's one of my favorite things to find out about people that weren't on the show till later. Yeah, so by this point, like, It'd been like a year. And so I had heard a lot of the stuff that had happened from other people. Um, <clears throat> also then when I got in the house, I was allowed to hear everyone's stories and stuff and like know what happened. And so like, like I, I kind of knew and like, honestly, like pretty much it looked, I was like, you know, I see some people blaming edits for whatever, but like from what I heard from people who were there, like producers and from like cast who were there, pretty much what happened like what you see is kind of what happened whether it's a shortened version or not like that is pretty it seemed pretty accurate from what again I wasn't there but like from hearing things before anything aired like that did seem to be it seemed to be a pretty accurate description of what went on so um you know I mean I will say Kinetic who is the production company you know Netflix I think they do a good job of at least on the shows that I've been on like I mean, a lot of the stories like get cut, unfortunately, like there's so many things that you don't see, which is, there is a lot that you don't see. And that could cause a lot of other things to happen. But, um, but yeah, I was shocked. And also I was kind of happy that I wasn't in there <laughs> towards the beginning. I would not want to be doing that makeup thing. And like, yeah, I know we've been COVID tested every day, but like, are we tested for anything else? No. <laughs> so I don't know. You know, I just wouldn't want to be doing that. <laughs> also, like kissing someone blindfolded sounds like my nightmare. Um, it's hard enough, like if you kiss someone like and it's really dark, you know, like you're in a dark, dark room or something and you're like, where's your face? Okay. So like, I think it just would have been so awkward. And those guys are so tall too. And like, I'm one of the taller girls in that house. Like I'm like five, eight. So those girls, like oh, the thing they don't tell you about reality TV is these girls, on these shows are like five two five three and so like they're all teeny tiny so I look even not only am I just normal looking I also am a giant compared to these people <laughs> but um <clears throat> but also the guys are so tall I think the shortest guy was like six foot <laughs> so Nick was six two and he looked like he's the shortest one but and he wasn't so but I mean I just feel like it would have been the most awkward thing and like some of those some of the dates seem fun though or some of the some of the dates did seem fun I feel like towards the end they get um they kind of gave up I feel <laughs> on the creativity of the dates things, um, things get crazy like, it's like yeah you're right things get a little bit crazy there throughout the towards the end of it it's just like let's throw it all for a loop yeah let's go have Elsie and Bartice walk around and try on some hats <laughs> i think or maybe or maybe we're coming full circle and to spice up your date they, they sent the guy down there to take his speedo off that was that was part of your date maybe that's true they're trying to like I mean, get us in the mood you know <laughs> <laughs> 
knows? Oh, jeez. <laughs> also, there was no alcohol on that date too. And I was like, God, I have such bad social anxiety. And I know I shouldn't lean on alcohol for that because it probably is a little bit of a problem. But like, I just am like, I- I'm going to take the edge off. This. I am doing this. I am free balling. Okay, cool. We're just going to raw dog the state. Let's go. No, no, nothing to take the edge off. It's all good. Just nervous energy. I would have probably been like a lot more chill though if I was not, if I had like one drink, you know? <laughs> all right. It's like a first date. I always want to have a drink, at least one drink on a first date because, you know, take the edge off a little. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. All right, so we know obviously your time on Love is Blind. We got the new season uh, set to come out and then of course future seasons. What advice do you give people that will potentially are interested or want to go on Love is Blind? Yeah, I will say, I think the thing I'm most excited about for this season is they seem to be a little bit older, like in their 30s, more more of them in their 30s. So I was, I'm 31 now. I was 26 when we filmed Love is Blind. Um, I was like a couple months away from being 27 or 20. Yeah. 27. So I wasn't like that far off, but like I was 26, you know, that's a big difference from 26 to now 31. And I think I would do it completely differently now. If I were ever to do it again, I, I don't know how that would even happen, but if something happened, I would do it differently. But like, I think the best thing about love is blind that I loved is that I am not, especially then, like, I'm not a super, like, talk about your feelings kind of person. Like I will when I have to, but like, especially with those people, like I didn't really know, like, I want to have fun. Like I like to have fun. Like if I'm upset about something, I don't really like let it just fester and linger around until I'm like really upset. I try not to, I will just like say things in the moment, which does unfortunately result in me sometimes being a little too direct. (laughs) Um, But I'd rather just say something when I'm feeling it than let it fester and like build up. And in that situation, I think I, there was some red flags in there that I ignored. Cause I was like, uh, I just like really want to meet this person. It's not even about the engagement. I feel like at that point, like the wedding obviously is real. That would have been real, but like the, like, I just wanted to like meet them. And because I was getting deeper with these guys in like four days, even the guys I wasn't like romantically and like into, I was getting deeper with these guys in like th- four or five days out of the 10 total than I ever even did with like the guy I dated on like for like almost four years. So I just think like, you got to go in there. Like, I feel like anyone should probably go to some therapy before they do it because I wish I had, (laughs) cause there was a lot of stuff that was brought up in that, in those pods that like, I didn't really even think I was that like bothered me still. And then just like being open, I was very uncomfortable with it. So like, just take into the account, like you're not in there to like joke around, like you have 10 days to get engaged, you know, like it's more serious. And then now I'm watching it back too. Like after I saw like our season, I was like, oh my God, like I was probably, I was not as serious as I should have been, but I also am not a very serious person. So like, it's a hard thing to do. I don't know. The pods are, I don't even know how to describe it (laughs) to someone who hasn't done it. And the it looks like we're saying I love you and like getting engaged, like randomly, like do your own research on how that happens. There's info out there that says it's not really how it works. We're not all crazy and getting engaged on like day two, but like, it is really hard. Like it is really, really hard. I don't think anyone under the age of 28 should be going on that show, to be honest. (laughs) Same with like Married at First Sight, like those kinds of shows, like when there's a wedding at the end, 
a, a legally binding wedding. Like people don't, it's not fake. Like these are real weddings. And I just think that like, you shouldn't go on it. Cause you, this is not a show you should apply for just cause you want to be on TV. Like go to the bachelor, go to the bachelor for that. Go to the circle, go for really any other Netflix reality show survivor, like any of those shows love is blind married at first sight too. I will say like, those are not the shows you go on. Cause you want to be famous as a, not the shows you go on to get like followers. You can, those things can happen, but like you were doing yourself and everyone else a disservice now, like watching other seasons. Like, I don't feel like our season was really like that. Like genuinely, we had no idea. No one, I was like, no one's going to watch a reality show on Netflix. It's stupid. <laughs> like <clears throat> why would anyone watch a reality? There was no reality shows on Netflix. <clears throat> it's 2018. The circle didn't come out until 2020. That was a month before our show came out. So I was like, oh shit, people might actually watch this. <laughs> hmm. Um, and then the pandemic happened and nothing, no one else had anything to do. But like, I'm just saying, like, yes, you can get followers. Yes, you can get, you know, an influencer life if you want that, great. But like, do not go on that if that you're not genuinely wanting to fall in love and you are genuinely capable of making a deep connection quickly. I know I'm on a rant here, but like there's just so much about the pods that like that you don't see. And I really wish they would show more, not just because I was just in the pods, but like even like Lauren and Cameron and Amber and Barnett, like they all say that too. Like, because it kind of looks like they just like randomly decided to get together. You kind of miss like the why. I wish that like there was like six episodes of the pods. <laughs> it's so good. And it's like the most unique part. Everything else after that is just like normal you know, reality show kind of dating reality show, except for the wedding, I guess. But like, I don't know. I just think that it's such a more serious show. Like I hate to see, you know, I don't want to call anyone out, but it does seem like season two, three, maybe four, like the seasons pro after love, like the first season, like, I don't know. It just looks like people are coming off there real quick with managers and all that, which like good for them. Cause I still don't know how to do any of that stuff, but like, I don't know. It makes me nervous. I just don't want it to turn into like a bachelor situation where it's like not taken seriously because this is like bachelors, like engagements at the end. You don't even have to get engaged at the end, really. <laughs> like these days, you know, like these are real weddings and real feelings are involved. So I don't know. It just makes me nervous. <laughs> I agree with you because as someone that, I mean, I watch it, you know what I mean? Like as a person that watch it, but now I've done so many of these interviews with people. Like I interviewed Danielle rule from season two. And yeah. she kind of broke down, she's the sweetest person ever. She kind of broke down the pods a little bit in a way of understanding, like you sometimes can sit there and talk to somebody for eight hours. And once you talk to that person for like eight hours. Not at one sitting. Towards the end, I guess. She said to, she talked to, to, to Nick, I think it was. Oh, so she they put to... timing, they put time frames on our dates. So like oh, the, okay. the first dates were like seven minutes each. Right. That's what she said. Yeah. 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 But then it was like speed dating kind of. And then the shorter our list got, the longer our dates got. So we would, and also we would do it like two at a time. Uh or we would do two twice a day. So like I would go on whoever was on my list, I would go on a date with them twice in in 24 hours. So we would have like day dates and night dates, but we didn't really know what time it was because we were in the pods. <laughs> but like um, you know, at some point when we had dinner, we would have dates and then we have breakfast and then we have dates. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think the longest date I was in, like in one sitting in the pods was maybe like two hours, two and a half hours, just in one date. It might've been two hours for twice in one day. So it was like four, four and a half hours, but 
yeah I never was in there for like I was like maybe y'all were different but I was definitely getting cut off like I was on time frames and I knew that we knew the time frame we didn't have a clock or anything but like they would come over the mics and be like hey you guys have you know one minute left or you have two minutes left wrap it up or you know whatever so they would kind of like tell us that but like it when I see people being I mean maybe the, I can't speak for the other seasons but I know for me and season one I never went the longest date I went on was like a little over two hours you are talking to them the level of like you're literally it's crazy that like when you're just when you don't have anything like physical you can't see them even FaceTime I feel like it would be more intimate you know like because you can see their reactions like you can't see people's reactions to what you're saying so like if they're smiling or something when or like you know if they're like making a face like confused like when you're saying something like they don't you don't know so it's like a different level of vulnerability so like it does feel like you're in there for probably like eight hours sometimes it feels like eight minutes depending on the date but like it I don't know I never was in those I like hear these people saying these things I'm like were y'all just on different timing than I was because I definitely never went on a date that was longer than like two or two and a half hours maybe I would say let's say I don't think it was three I pee a lot. Okay. So like I pee like every, every hour or two and I was drinking a hella Chardonnay in those pods. <laughs> so I know I was never in there for long that like I couldn't have, my bladder would not have allowed me to stay in there for eight hours. <laughs> yeah. And that with that, it's, it's, it's the point. I think with that is it's like, people don't understand though, how you can really that two hour date, like you said, it's very direct. You know what I mean? It's not a <laughs> We're not in, a, in a, not a social environment where there's drinks coming, there's food coming. It's you no. talking. There's not even like producers in there. Like you're literally in a pod in a room by yourself. It does feel like you're not, like you can see there's like, you know, some cameras in the walls and the ceiling and stuff, but like you do really ignore them. Like it just doesn't, I did at least, I just don't even see them anymore. Like, cause I'm also intentionally trying not to like, I'm not trying to like, you know, make sure I'm like looking cute when I'm talking. <laughs> I don't care. Clearly, if you there's not a point in any of these shows that you can pause and my face is looking normal. <laughs> so I was clearly not like worried about my expressions or how I was looking, unless I was just blacked out the whole time. I <laughs> and you don't remember. But yeah, I think that. But but you're right though. That's my biggest fear too is of watching this speaking to people that were that I do approach this very seriously. Because you're right. At the end of the day, you're getting married. Like that's a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it's it is kind of freaky to figure out and it's interesting to see who i in my opinion what i'm watching i'm going to say it like that that i feel like i'm watching them try to be something that they're not or try to be that villain or be the person that you know oh my god everybody's going to hate that person so now i'm going to get yeah. followers i'm going to get this i'm going to get that but and i will say there are times when when i'm being filmed on these i also like I am, I am an outgoing person. I am an extroverted person, but I also am very much an introvert as well when I'm not comfortable. And those are, love is blind also. Um, these are perfect match. Like these were situations where I'm not comfortable. And so when I was watching love is blind, like I was myself, but I also was like, I remember filming it too. And I was just like a shut down, like more, like way more quiet. Like I, I remember like being in there and like, watching a lot like I don't know if you like are into like astrology at all but I am an Aquarius <laughs> so like I feel like I'm very very you are yay I, I know you're good people um <laughs> so I was like you know I do like if I'm comfortable with people I'm I'm great but like I am very much like 
kind of like a cat, you know, <laughs> where like cats aren't just going to jump onto your lap if they don't know you. Like they're going to watch you a little bit. They're going to check you out. They're going to see how you act in situations. Like they're going to try to get to know you before they get to know you almost. And I wasn't able to do that with the guys, but I was able to do that with the girls in Love is Blind. Um, but in Perfect Match, I was able, I had to do it with everybody. And also these are all people, like all of us are like probably like the biggest personalities of our friend groups, you know? So like thinking of that, getting all these people in the same house together, like I, it's also like a kind of exhausting a little bit to be around, like, and it's entertaining too, but it's also like, I'm like, oh God, I'm definitely not the funniest one here. Like, I'm definitely not the most outgoing one here. I'm not like the prettiest one here. Like we're, whereas we all, not that I am in my own friend group always, but like, just like, you know, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. <laughs> my friends are going to watch this and be like, fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a Leo moon. I feel like that's important to note at this point. <laughs> but um, <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, so yeah, I just feel like I like to observe people. I was a little bit more like reserved version of myself. So like I I do watch these shows and like I'm a more like a perfect match. I was like, I'm way more nervous and like giddy than I normally am because it was also like a really awkward situation. And like, I did have a little crush on Nick. So I was like excited. And then it was just weird. It was just such a weird feeling. Like, but with Love is Blind, I really was quiet. Like I was like pretty, like, I, I feel like I was almost, I was actually, there were times where we would be filming like, and the girls would be talking in the club room or whatever we were in. And I would just like walk away. Cause I'm like, I just can't keep talking. I, I don't want to be on camera right now. I'm having real feelings right now. And I just don't want to keep talking about my feelings because I'm going to just, this is like too much for me. And I would go play pool <laughs> all the time. I grew up with a pool table in my house, like my family, and they still have one. I mean, my dad, that's like her thing. And so I was like, I was like my comfort thing there. I was just like play pool. And it was so sad. The producers would be like, well, someone come play with LC. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't want anyone to play with me. This is me time. <laughs> It's funny because like even when I spoke to Abby about it, she's like, I am a very high personality. Like I am the most like when I answer, she's like, I would enter the room in perfect match. And she's like, these people's personality, like I'm at a 10. They're like at a hundred. She's like, she didn't understand what that was like, but that's it, crazy to think about. Like, Abby, I think that's why I gravitated to Abby so much and like still like love her. I talk to her pretty often still because me and her have very similar personalities, like more than you would think from watching the show which I'm glad they didn't show a lot of the stuff that we said because we just sounded like fucking idiots, like just two idiots, like giggling and making dumb jokes, like the whole time. Same with me and Dom, actually. When I talked to Dom, that was a really fun conversation. Um, but like, I really like instantly liked G Abby because it was just like, we had the same sense of humor. We're both like, can be very dry, like sarcasm. And I'm not always that dry unless I know you can take it kind of thing and she could take it. <laughs> so like me and her have talked about this before where I was like, yeah, we're like all like big personalities from our separate friend groups. And then we put them all into one house. And like, I'm probably one of the smallest personalities in that house. Like, so it's a weird thing to be around. Like when you're so comfortable with your own group and you're so outgoing and like, even with the producers, like, you know, when you're just talking to them, when you're being interviewed for these shows or like about to be cast on these shows, like it's easier to talk to them and like be outgoing and like goofy and whatever. And then when I get in that situation, I'm just like, Everyone is, I need to check this out. I need to figure out the situation here first. <sighs> but yeah, very observant on these shows, which I will, I will say I recommend because I mean, I will say 
actually, no, I won't. I would, I would say worry about yourself. I wish I'd worry about myself a little bit more and just like not try to like figure everything out on love is blind, especially, but I didn't really have time to on perfect match, but (laughs) right. Yeah, exactly. All right. So my goal in, in having these conversations with people that have been on this reality show, the idea of finding love or your perfect match, do you think it can happen on a reality show? I do. Um, and it has, I mean, I would be, I, again, I was on season one of love is blind. I saw it firsthand, The like Lauren and Cameron, especially like she came out of those pods one day, like about halfway through those 10 days. And she was like floating. Like she was the point where she was like, I don't, I'm not talking to anyone else. If I know I'm going in and it's not Cameron, I'm not speaking to anybody else. Like she, they knew. And it was so cool to watch. Cause it did feel like she is such a genuine person. I didn't really talk to Cameron that much, but like, um, he seemed like, you know, from what I heard, he was seemed like a really genuine person. Now I know like they both are so themselves and like, they're both so like cute and awkward and goofy and stuff too. And like, I, it's like, if you get the right people on there, like, I think love is blind. I think you for sure can, if you have the right intentions, you, I think you can absolutely find your person there. Um, in some ways I almost am like this, it's like an easier way to date, better way to date. Like I, you know, I feel like I, since I came out of there, I've like go, I know so quickly if I'm like, like someone or not, and I don't give as many chances. And I'm like getting to the point a little quicker than I was before, which also I'm older too, but like, I feel like it taught me how to date, date in a better way as well. But I mean, I feel like what makes me nervous is when it starts getting like the bachelor, where it's like a bunch of influencers going on these shows. Like that makes me nervous. Cause I just don't think that's going to work with love is blind. I think people are going to see right through that. People see through it on bachelor, but like, they don't really care as much, but like, uh, I don't know. I just am like, I think perfect match. I don't know. I think that one's more like fun dating. There's no pressure really. Um, and also too, the way that perfect match is set up, I don't think, I don't even know how to even say this, but like, I just think that it should be focused more on like the fun, the dating. It's like a fun show about dating. Like it's a good commentary on dating in real life. Cause like they're all, you can always swipe to the next person. Like, do you want to stay with this person? Do you want to match with that person? Like, I do think it's a good commentary on dating. I don't think it's just like. I think if Joey and Carousel hadn't dated for a few years prior, like off and on, there, there no, no way they would have ever gotten engaged. Like, I don't know. I just don't think it's as serious and like, it's not taken as serious and it's not supposed to be as serious. So that show, I would be, I think something crazy, it could happen. You never know. But like, I think something, unless something crazy happened where it was just like the most perfect situation, like these two people were meant to be together. I don't know if that one's going to be, I don't know if that one's going to be pumping out any couples anytime soon, but like, I don't know. I think I do those... think, well, I think most of it though, with perfect match, I guess my point here was, I think there are some people in that house that I could have been a great match with a better match with maybe even the Nick, like, and also I could have been a great match with Nick. I just don't know because we weren't, we weren't in there that long. Um, but I think that we all weren't in the house together. So we only were able to match with or figure it out with people that we were in the house at the same time with. So I don't know. I just think that, I don't know how they would even go around that. If like, originally we all thought that it was, we were all going to be in the house at the same time, like from the beginning, we didn't know it was going to be like a voting in situation until like the night before we started filming. (laughs) So I don't know. I think it would have been better if it was like a house of people, like for a few weeks, like real world kind of, but like, I don't know. 
but like reality show, maybe have games and stuff. I think that like the games and the competition part of it, I think it was fun. Um, it makes it interesting, but I think that it's just not, I don't know. Like there's so many, it's just not gonna, I don't think. I think the biggest variable there is as well is like you're getting people from all over the country, right? You know what I mean? So the factor of like, Hey, I'm in the U S you're in England. Like, how are we going to make that work outside of that? It's it's not that easy. Like if you're in Texas and yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's why I think exactly. So do I. I think so that's one of the smartest things. It kind of gives you an instant connection, something to talk about, like some familiarity to talk about. Um, or even like The Bachelor, I think that's like 99% of the reason why they're not successful. It's like they get off the show and they have to be secret and like they don't live in the same country or same city, same state, maybe in the same portion of the US. And like they have to make it work and it's expensive to make that work. And someone eventually is going to have to move. And I'm sure neither one of them wants to be the one to do it. And like, I get why it doesn't work, but like with love is blind, we're already here. <laughs> so, which they kind of had to do. Cause like, it would be kind of fucked up to do that and have weddings at the end. And then be like, okay, you go back to Texas and you go back to Georgia. Like that would be kind of fucked up, <laughs> but it's, it's so yeah, that would, a lot of divorces I think would be happening. there. <laughs> All right. So my final question, uh, what are you working on now? What's ahead for LC? And then of course, after you wrap that up, just let us know where everybody can find you in social media. Yeah. So Right now, um, I mean, I've been a recruiter for like five years on and off. Like right now it's an off. I'm unemployed. Shout out to unemployed people. Um, it's a great time to be in the job market, <laughs> all these, especially to be a recruiter, to be like a, having all these layoffs and like all these companies on, going on pause for hiring and laying people off. Like, yeah, it sucks. So I'm, you know, it is what it is. But I also do um, getting into it more voiceover and stuff. I've done theater majority, like musical theater most of my life haven't like actively done theater since like 2015, but you know, it doesn't go away. Um, and as you can tell from my facial expressions on these shows, um, but yeah, I, so I'm doing that more, um, the voiceover stuff, which I'm like obsessed with. It's so fun. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, hopefully if you ever see me on another show again, it'll be like my voice and, you know, maybe like a cartoon or something or a commercial and you won't even know it, (laughs) but, um, but I don't have any other like shows coming up as far as I know. I mean, Netflix is always doing new shows. I feel like they're, they have a whole unscripted department now. So, um, you know, they're cranking them out. People love them. <laughs> but, um, but as far as social media, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok is one, two, three, Lauren C. And then Twitter, if you care about that, it's I think one, two, three, Lauren Marie. Cause Lauren C was taken at that time, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's all the social media is, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I on a daily basis, I'm going to fight the guy that has Ricky Valero instead of the underscore. You know, it's like, can I, I just want to have a universal across all platforms. <laughs> or you, you know what I mean? Like, you just want to have the same all across the board. I don't know how but, I looked up getting Lauren C or Lauren Marie on these things. Because Lauren is a very common name. Lauren Marie is a very common middle name. And then also Lauren C, like... LC, there's a lot of Lauren C's, you know, I've, I've been in classes most of my life with a lot of Lauren's, which is why also, by the way, I've been called LC since like high school. Um, it wasn't just like a random thing that happened for, um, the show, which people were like a lot of my friends, like it used to be before the show, my good friends would call me LC because it's my nickname. And they like, felt like they knew me, like really knew me if they called me LC. But then when the show comes out, all my friends who always called me LC are like, she's not LC, she's Lauren. I'm like, bitch, you never called me Lauren. Like, <laughs> 
on. And then, but then my friends who called me Lauren were all now call me Elsie. So I'm like, I actually like Elsie. I'm cool with it. Listen, Lauren Conrad will always be the OG. I know that. She's my OG as well. 